just waiting for Dominic to arrive. There he is. Hey, hey, Rob, how you doing? Coming down a bit hard out there. It is, mate, it is. Just glad you made it. Hey, did you get the episode notes? Yeah, I did, but the ink kind of ran in the rain. Ah, well, no matter. Um, we should introduce ourselves first. Uh, I'm Robert, and this is Dominic. Hey, how are you? I'm good. And you are listening to the Hopscotch Podcast. So what's the plan then, Rob? All right. Well, in this episode, being the first, we're going to go to the Adnams Brewery in Southwold. And then after a non-commercial intermission of sorts, we will go to the McClellan Distillery in Scotland. Sounds good to me. Wait, non-commercial? You mean we don't get paid for this? Nope. But if you behave, I'll buy you a bag of crisps. Salt and vinegar and you're on. All right. It's a deal, mate. lovely seaside town of Southwold on the Suffolk coast. And the sun has come out to greet us. It really is a nice place, this. And I like the car, too. What, what, what is it? This is an Austin Ambassador wire edge. It was, um, it was recommended by a trusted friend. Sound effects didn't match, though, did they? No, <laughs> no, they didn't. And not exactly the sort of car you'd see in the Shuttleworth collection, is it? Uh, well, depends which one you mean. Anyway, um, Dom, what can you tell us about Southwold? Well, Southwold is a small town, as you say, on the Suffolk coast. The first written record, as for so many places, is in the Doomsday Book of 1086. It's about 150 kilometres. That's about 100 miles. Thank you. Or 100 miles northeast of London. The uh, regular population is, is over a thousand people, uh, but almost a full half of the residences here are second and rental properties. Inevitable, but a bit sad. The current layout of the town owes much to the surrounding marshland, preventing it expanding. And buildings brought down during the war have been turned into green spaces. And the, uh, the first records I was uh, interested to read of uh, brewing in Southwold date back to... 1345, when uh, apparently it was being brewed illegally by some alewives. And what was to become Adnam starts in 1818, when William Crisp, uh, a local Malteser... Maltster. Sure, Maltster, bought it for the hefty sum of £350. From the notes that I have here, it was then known as the Soul Bay Brewery. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then about 54 years later, that's in 1872, it was purchased by George and Ernest Adnams. And uh, this bit's a bit grim. George left several years later as the rural life in Suffolk didn't really suit him. The Adnams website notes that he moved to South Africa, where he came off second best in an encounter with a crocodile. He'd have probably fared better in front of their offspin attack. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> the brewery has gone, uh, has grown and expanded a lot over the years. It has. The the business has diversified, and it's not just a brewery. They have uh, some pubs they run and some hotels. Um, actually, last summer, 
I had the pleasure of uh, staying at the White Horse in Blakeney on the North Norfolk coast. And that is a nice, quiet spot. My son thought it was a little too quiet, but it was a good rest point in the middle of our trip over, so highly recommended. Well, that is a good bit of background there, Rob, and, and from what I see here, we, we could go on for a while, but what I really want to know is which beer did you want me to try here? Yeah, we should have been discussing this over a pint. You think? Uh, often and... No, not often. Anyway, um, all right, so the one I wanted you to try is this. It's Adnam's Broadside. Well, certainly a grand-looking pour. Yeah, it is. Um, a bit more history on it. This beer was first brewed in 1972, and it was to commemorate the Battle of Soul Bay, which lies right off the coast in front of us. The battle being a, a naval encounter, hence, you know, taking place in the bay in 1672, was fought against the Dutch Republic. And, uh, yeah, I think you're going to find that Broadside is a good name for it. There's a, a pub in a village uh, not too far from here that I used to go to on a, occasion. Had a sign behind the bar that read, Broadside, to limit until we know you. <laughs> Well, let's have a look at this point then. So so what do we know about it, Rob? Well, I, I'm going to say that this is a good beer for a cold day. Um, it pairs well with a, a lot of what you might regard as hearty English fare. Steak and kidney pie, beef wellington, Cumberland sausages with Coleman's mustard. That's Coleman's until you actually move out of Norwich, at which point you are done to me. Now I'll find an, another more suitable mustard. So if we have mustard recommendations, willing to listen. <laughs> a absolute staple of the Norwich scene. But uh, very good. So far from a, a lightweight lager then. Yeah, that's not in my repertoire. Um, it's actually stronger in the bottles than it is in the cask. It's a little over 6% in the bottle and a, about 45 in the cask. So if you're buying in bottles... Bear that in mind. Well, let's have a look at this, and let's just hold it up to the light. It's um, well, it's deep, rich colour. Um, it's clear. It sits well in the glass. I, I like the way that the um, the head holds the glass, even when you're drinking it. It just it it feels right, and it's good. Um, I did a bit of background reading on it because uh, Adnam's website is informative on so much stuff. Um, the malts they use are a blend of pale ale and chocolate malts, which is why you get the the good ale characteristics, but the strong colour to it. Um, and then they just use a single strain of hop, first gold. Oh, well, that's a good hop to use as a single strain. Um, it's got enough complexity to be used throughout the boil. Yep, and for dry hopping later on, there's... Um, I have a paper bag in my pocket, actually, which is here. Try one of those. The toast flavour I'm getting from the malts and, and the citrus from the first gold, it's, it's almost a breakfast feel. So a good way to start your day. Um, can I order a cup of tea with that, please? <laughs> yeah, I might have to cut you off with just the one. Um 
it's good. It's um, a maltier beer than I'm used to from my American IPAs, uh, but this is good. It's um, the, the the toast thing you were saying. Yeah, it's um, with the citrus. It's kind of like uh, you know when you've got hot buttered toast with orange marmalade on it. The uh, yeah, the Seville orange marmalade from uh, Dundee and Son. That mm. yeah, and it, it just. It, the sense of place I get, it, it, for me, beer is about place and taste and so much. It's just, you know, I picture myself sitting in a small East Anglian cottage overlooking yep. the North Sea. Uh, it could be a bit cloudy, rainy out there, but the sun is out, um, shining off the, the walls. Oh, yeah. Are you going to do all your reviews like this? Very probably. Oh, can I have another one then, please? <laughs> yes, let's both. We're, we're stopping here overnight anyway, and then uh, on to Scotland in the morning. Morning, Dominic. It's 4.30 in the morning, you ruddy monster. <laughs> hey, we have an early start. We have a ways to go, my friend. Just over 400 miles up into Scotland. Um, it'd be about eight hours as a straight shot, but uh, with you, a couple of rest ups and uh, the amount of time you take, it's probably going to take closer to 10 or 11. So um, we need to make an early start. And where is it you're dragging me today? Well, we are going all the way up to Glasgow, which I said in Scotland. Um, I'm going to take a look at the McClelland Distillery, um, where they blend one of my quiet favourites. Great. Hey, we we can listen to my favourite Jeffrey Boycott highlights on the way there. For ten hours. I did say it was the highlights. All right. He's in. And anyway, off his legs, through the leg side, pussy. And as the goner comes back, he's in. And it's started away, through with wicket, bats and braces for a quick single. The scores now 123 to 6. England in trouble again. I don't believe I can see the number 86 bus just coming down towards the far end now. Oh, and somebody's brought some cake up to the Tesnet special commentary box. Let's have a slice of this cake. What do we got here? It's, it's a chocolate, chocolate fondant on top of this. Fondant? Are you keen on fondant, are you? Well, I'll eat anything that's free and put in front of my face. Oh. Quite tasty, just needs a good cup of tea. And to begin the next over, we have Chris Wokes coming in from the pavilion end. He's up. Oh, he's bowled him middle wicket. The ball just squirting away, angled in nicely off the seam, and he's castled him middle stone cartwheeling. Wokes celebrating another fantastic. And here we are. A big grey building. With lots of names on the side. I'd hope it to cover in later episodes. You're 
very surprised and disappointed, aren't you, Rob? Well, yeah, to be honest, I am. Um... I think the spirit of craft brewed beers in the U.S. and the joy I felt from Adnams yesterday had carried me on. Uh, well, I suggest, well, we're here now. I suggest we do what we came here to do. Still talk about it, I suppose. Yeah, but um, let's do it from the, the great, the, the car park in the sky. Oh, what, what are you planning to do with me? That, that sounds bad. Uh, it's not that bad, the car park in the sky, man. It's a car park, as it implies, up towards the sky. It's not in the sky. It's uh, you see that hillside up over there? Sure. Yeah. Well, it's it's on that road. Look on the map. On the map. Where's? Look. Let me unfold the map for you. It's it's printed on the same paper I used for holding the hops in the bag earlier. You see, if you if you go up to Belgrochen, and then you follow Crow Road, and as you get round, that you see that curve. Yeah. That's the car park. That's it? Yeah. In the sky? In, as you say, the sky. Scots are original with their names, aren't they? It's a lovely place, man. All right, well, uh, I'll take your word on it. All right, we'll, we'll be there in a minute. park in the sky it's not a bad view is it uh, it's okay just okay look it's a sweeping vista down from here across the plain looking at glasgow got a little low evening sunlight going on come on it would be okay if glasgow wasn't there the boil on the arse of scotland hmm it has a rougher reputation than it probably is in place. Anyway, enough about that. Drink. Drink. <laughs> so this is the, the scotch I wanted to to introduce you to. It's the McClellan's Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. Why this particular one? I really like it. Uh, both, it's not hideously expensive. It's one where it's not so aggressive that you lose the flavor after the first sip. It, um, I mean, we, we could talk all about the, the flavors, but, um, you know, there's other podcasts and websites that will talk all about that stuff. But the, I get a, a good flavor from this, this Highland Scotch. Um, yeah. There are others, they, they do a Speyside, which... To my palate, feels just a little industrial. Sure. Uh, the Lowland just doesn't excite me, and the the Isla, I get a little too much of a salt tang. Not as um, aggressive as Lafroig, but uh, enough just to put me off. But the high, the McClellan's Highland, I really like. See, it's um, if you try that, I mean, they'll talk about the the sandal and cedar woods and the the hints and the nose and that there's there's gooseberry in there, which, I, you know, if you let your imagination flow over the palate, yes, you can get all of that stuff, but it sits well on the palate. It drinks well. It doesn't burn. It's not like a, 
a rye bourbon where you're going to feel miserable the next morning. At least I generally do. Um, I mean, if you're going to go all gooey over this, I'm the one that's going to feel like a gooseberry. <laughs> well, that's because you're a fool. No, I'm just short and hairy. <laughs> yes. All right, I see you as the gooseberry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a reason that this is all audio, isn't there? <laughs> Face for radio. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you can, if you find it locally, it's recommended. And I'll put product links to both the Adnams Broadside and the McClellan's Highland in the, the show notes on the website. Um, but if you find it, it's got a purple label. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes if you're lucky it's also available in a box the bottle is inside the box not just poured straight in the box oh you know what I mean <laughs> so, um, so there's there's not too much more uh, else that I think we can really get into maybe we'll have better descriptions of uh, them in the future um, so how about we uh we wrap this up from here and uh, get out of here. Yeah, let's get out of here before the Scottish midges attack us. Yeah. So, this is and will have been Hopscotch, Episode 1. You can find this and future episodes at our website on soundcloud.com slash hopscotchpodcast and uh, get more information at hopscotchpodcast.com So, uh... That's all from me. That's all from him. See you on the next time. Bye! Hey, you left that giving my bus fare. All my crisps. All my crisps. Some of the sound effects used in the production of this podcast have been obtained from Free SFX. They are available at http colon slash slash www.freesfx.co.uk.